Hey there, horror movie tea sippers. The following podcast episode will contain spoilers for the movie we are about to review. If you have not seen the movie and do not wish to have anything ruined prematurely, please do not continue to watch or listen until you have seen the movie. And welcome to the Horror Movie Tea Podcast. Today we are covering The Green Inferno, which is on Netflix and was requested by our tea sippers, Melissa and Charlie. Yes. Thank you so much for the request. We always very much appreciate it. Maybe not so much this one, but we'll get into that later. <laughs> she didn't appreciate it. I was fine with it, but I knew that would be the case, so... But before we get into the review, let's grab our cups and talk about tea. So I changed up my tea, and this is a non-sponsored tea, unfortunately. No. <laughs> this is uh, by a brand called Allegro Tea. Um, it is their... Uh-oh, it doesn't say that on the, the tea thing. Okay, here we go. It is their Northwest Minty Green Tea, which has green tea, peppermint, and spearmint. And fun fact, uh, for anyone who gets hormonal acne, I was reading that... Part of the reason why I drink this is because I have really bad hormonal acne, and apparently it could possibly maybe help with that, but... More on that later, possibly. Yeah. Anyway. Ta talk to a doctor before you even Please. consider. Because <laughs> we are not health experts, Definitely and it could not. be complete BS. <laughs> anyway, I am sticking with our affiliate Plum Deluxe's tea, tea break. Yes, tea break. White tea. Oh, crap. I put the... You took it away. I'm sorry. It had white tea, orange, blossom, tangerine, honeydew melon. I remember it had honeydew melon, some kind of citrus, and white tea. I just know that it's like super smooth. And yeah, it had orange and tangerine. Very delicate flavors. So it's, it's actually naturally sweet, too. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, white tea is such a great choice because it's already not that bitter. And then having the yeah. extra ones on now, top. Let me rephrase that. It's not like southern sweet tea sweet. It's just oh, no. lightly sweetened Yes. Tea. Like if you're used to bitter green tea, this will taste lightly sweet. Yes. Now, if you're wanting like a sugar rush, you're going to need to add some, some sugar or honey to it. Ooh, <laughs> honey, that would be. That would be good. But it's it's a light, delicate tea. It's got a little bit less caffeine than green tea or black tea. So it's it's a nice way to ease into your day. Yes. So and we will have links for Plum Deluxe below. Yes, yes. And it is an affiliate link. Yes. Uh, we are required to mention that. So, yes. uh, But be aware that it's not going to impact the price. It's just if you would like to support the podcast, you can it click on the link if it sounds good. So. Yes. For so. the summary. But yeah, so... Oh, no. So, the <laughs> Green Inferno. Oh, well, first, before... The, the most important part of the podcast... For our... This notebook. For our tea sippers out there, brew yourself a cup of tea, sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy the review. You have to make tea, sit back, and relax. Those are the three things. 
But anyway, so the Green Inferno. It's about these. There's a little bit more of a convoluted story, but for the sake of time, uh, these protesters go to the Amazon. The Amazon to protest the this logging company from specifically Peru. Oh, thank you. From cutting down these trees because or the this rainforest because a, a tribe uh, lives there. And it, it's like they, they show footage. The reason why they, they go down there is they saw footage of the, the tribe fighting the loggers. And, of course, the loggers have... A militia. Yeah, so it, it's very brutal. So they obviously want to do what they could to help. So they do the protest. And... They're on the way, the way back, but they're in this itty-bitty plane, and the itty-bitty plane craps out and uh, crashes, and the very tribe that they were trying to protect ends up capturing them, turns out to be cannibalistic, and then the main character is the only one that survives. And Well, the and possibly the, douche. The, biggest, the biggest bad guy in the movie that's not the that's not technically a bad guy or not deemed the villain yeah i don't know it's like it doesn't do they deem the tribe as a villain i don't know technically yes i feel like it's more the loggers both both yeah (laughs) but anyways um everyone is bad yes (laughs) so for entertainment I am very sorry, Melissa and Charlie. I rate this. <laughs> Jess is dying over here. I rate this a 3.5. And that is the most <laughs> I could give this movie because, oh yeah, trigger warning. There's, there's so many. There's a lot so of dismemberment and gore in this movie. And so if you weren't prepared for that, like I wasn't. Because Jess apparently the forgot to time, tell me. The one time she doesn't read the description of a movie. The only time. Yeah, I had no idea there were the cannibals in this movie. The one and only time she has never read the description of the movie. Honestly, what I... Because I read Plane Crash. And so honestly, what I was expecting is the plane to crash and there to be like this animal that no one has heard or seen before and is like slowly taking them off. And so it's like this weird like survival thing. But I was way... Off the mark. I was way <laughs> off the mark. But anyway, so so after the first guy gets dismembered, I had to turn off the movie because I was so nauseous, I almost got sick. I have never been that <laughs> close to throwing up because of a movie in my entire life. And then then when her we had technical difficulties at her place so she came over to mine and i got to watch the last half of the movie again but i also get got to watch her reaction (laughs) to the last half of the movie which made it even better (laughs) we really we really should have watched that movie together (laughs) we were a little short on time and ended up you know yeah. Taking more time, but this is fine. <laughs> yeah, so it was great. So there was very, <laughs> there, there was not very much that I enjoyed about this movie. I'll be honest. I um, knew it wouldn't be your favorite. 
You're not much one for gore. <laughs> Though, like, for, for before we dive super deep into it, for context, <laughs> apparently Jess looked it up, and this movie was inspired by... Uh, Cannibal Hol- Holocaust. Can- uh, Cannibal Holocaust, which... It's an Italian film, and the director was actually brought up on charges because the movie was so realistic people actually thought that he legitimately had the actors killed on film. Yeah. They had to bring in every actor into the courtroom and have them testify that, yes, I'm here, I'm alive. Everything was fine. There was no abuse or anything. Like, he was actually a nice dude on set. Like, really mild-mannered. Everything was cool. They had a lot of fun filming it. Yeah, like anyone who has just dipped their toes into the realistic. the horror genre is very well aware of yeah. that movie and the controversy behind it. It's actually still banned in a lot of countries. Yeah, so this movie, while not quite as bad, it's not. It's still pretty dang brutal. Yes, it's it's a lot more mild than that movie, but it it is the effects and all are actually pretty top notch. Yeah, yep, hence why I got to her very dismay. queasy. Yep, <laughs> yep. But yeah, um, so I I don't know if it was strictly just the friend that kind of like emanated bad vibes, but the the main character and then her best friend or uh, roommate or both. Roommate and best friend, I guess, yeah. They... They they emanated very, like, self-righteous, judgmental vibes. Like, they were constantly shitting on, like, the protesters and, and just the constant negativity. Uh, I mean, the... The main chick, Justine, she obviously was a little bit more into activism than her best friend was. Like, even whenever she told her that she was going to Peru, her best friend was like, well, you might get murdered. And like was kind of like, are you sure you want to do this? Like, she seemed very skeptical, which, I mean, it's fair when it's that kind of situation. But, um, but it, it's like... I, I I started off in this movie not really enjoying any of the characters. The only person that I felt was that that wasn't either disliked or neutral that I actually liked to see on screen was Jonah. And he got dismembered almost immediately. Yeah, he was the first to go. <laughs> yeah. So um yeah, but the, there was, this movie kind of confuses me because it was very obvious that this movie wasn't just about, oh, let's have a movie about cannibals. Like, they were trying to do some level of commentary, but me trying to decipher exactly what that was supposed to be, I'm I'm still not 100% sure, but they they definitely... We're trying to set up some sort of irony that the tribe that the protesters were actively trying to save then ended up being cannibals and were killing the very protesters that were trying to protect the tribe. Uh, I don't know if that's supposed to mean 
uh, whenever you protest like a certain subject or event or whatever, whatever you're protesting might have underlying harm that you're not thinking about. I, is like, I don't know if they're trying to do like something like that or, and that is also weird because at the end of the movie, you see a whole new group of protesters protesting something completely different. So they're obviously trying to show this is a cyclical thing where people are protesting things that they don't realize the full extent of the story um, which is, I mean, honestly, a very true fact. I mean, you essentially have to go to school to be educated on, like, the fullest extent. Or it's like you have to be, like, an expert in that field to know. It's like like global warming or, or what have you. It's like it, situations that are protested against tend to be very complicated. They're not just black and white yeah. situations. Um. But, so, I don't think I'm looking into it too deeply, especially with the the cyclical thing with the protesters, but I'm just not 100% sure on what they're trying to allude to. So, if anyone... I feel like there were a few different things they might have been trying to say, but Mm -hmm. like most movies, it's it's open to interpretation. So, I'm probably going to have a different view on it than you would. And some of our viewers would probably think something completely different than either of us. So yeah. it really just <laughs> yeah, like the there's the, a few uh, different themes. Yeah, <laughs> so like the commentary of that was pretty much one of the few things that redeemed the movie. So, but yeah, and it is so weird how like I started off not really enjoying these characters, only to become very sympathetic with them. Because they got captured by cannibals. And it's like, well, it's like, I didn't like them so much that I wanted them to go through that stuff type of thing. Just, yeah, this, this movie. Yep. So, am I glad that I watched it? (laughs) That's a good question. (laughs) I'm not sure. I'm leaning towards no. But I will say that it's not like I watched it for nothing. I did get something out of it, which I appreciate. Any movie that can give me, that makes me feel like I got, it wasn't just a waste of like an hour and a half. Yeah. I feel like is worth it, but. She probably won't watch it again. Oh, no. Yeah, (laughs) no, no. I'm not going to watch this again. I would not put myself through that again. But for anyone who is interested, um, if you enjoy Hostel and the Saw movies, like very, if you're okay with super gory stuff, you might enjoy it. But if you're like me, where even though you like horror, you don't really like gore or you get sick very easily from it, um, I would say skip this one because you probably will regret it. So what would you rate the movie? <laughs> I actually rather enjoyed it. So I'm going to give it a six. Um, it's definitely not the first one I would grab, obviously. Um, there were some scenes that were still uncomfortable for me. Namely around like the mutilation kind of stuff. But <laughs> it's this kind of movie wasn't afraid to push some of the boundaries. 
and bring certain topics into the fore. Like, they didn't shy around anything at all. Which is nice, because some movies are like, <laughs> we're going to avoid that completely. It's going to stay on the opposite side of the world from where we're trying to go. But these people, they, they're like, this is how it is there. This is the nitty gritty. We're going to get into it. Which is nice. Once in a while. <laughs> Again, not all the time, but once in a while. And while there was a lot of gore, I feel like there wasn't just gore for the sake of gore. Like, it made sense where it was. That being said, we'll get into some things in the realism scale that were a little off, in my opinion. But, otherwise, it was pretty decent. And the effects were really realistic, yeah, for the most part. Unfortunately. And were really good. <laughs> so, I appreciated the hell out of a lot of that stuff. I just didn't appreciate a couple of the topics here and there. <laughs> And how close they got to some of them. Um, it will definitely make some people very uncomfortable to watch a lot of it. But on the whole, it was very interesting. Most of the cast was pretty varied. I didn't feel for the most yeah. part like looking at the characters like, who was this person again? Yeah, they weren't like cookie cutter characters. Yes, like they, they each had individual personalities, yes. which was great because not many movies have that. Like it, They really don't, especially with a lot of the girls a lot of times. You look yes. at them and they look almost exactly the same. They're all pretty. And they all have basically all, the yeah. same personality. <laughs> You're like, yeah. who are you? And why do I care? <laughs> but these people, you could, for the most part, on a lot of them tell the difference and know who they were and could tell their different personalities and everything. A lot of them did in the beginning come across as kind of self-righteous douches. Yeah. But self-righteous college kids, honestly. Yeah. But a I lot got, of them, what do you call that like the woke crowd or whatever where they're uh, out now? I don't know. They just I don't, I don't know, know how to define them, but they were self-righteous. <laughs> they were a little pretentious and self-righteous yeah. and just kind of a crowd that we definitely wouldn't be a part of personally. But, you know, <laughs> it's it's whatever. Everybody has their own thing. And they were really into their causes, which is fine. It's nice to have those kind of people around, but and it takes all kinds. But um, they did develop a little bit. Especially once you saw they were in a really bad situation. You could see they were a lot more sympathetic. They actually started to show that they did really actually care about each other for the most part. Apart from their so-called leader. Who caused more problems than anything. <laughs> yeah. I, but yeah. whatever. <laughs> it's one of those characters where you were happy yes. with the, the fate that you thought that he might have. And hopes Ish. that he would have. But whatever. Anyway. <laughs> so when the characters start getting taken out one by one, you really feel for them and hope that if they do die, it's at least quick. That would basically be the only mercy that they would get. Yeah. Also, but. I meant to look this up. But it's like, I honestly want to look up how many tribes are actually, like, officially cannibal tribes. Because I, I know there are 
a few, but it, it's kind so, of one of those, I feel like it's a fine line because it's like you don't want to cross into the line of um, essentially tribalism or even like borderline or not borderline like racism because it, it, it's not, it's like, it's not like, oh, the savages versus us, like, civilized people. It's like, I feel like there's a fine line to walk where it's like, yeah, there can be tribes that have an extremely different culture than us. Maybe one that we ourselves find morally objectionable. But I don't know. It's like, I didn't feel like this. Because I feel like that was the original uh, with uh, Holocaust Cannibal Holocaust. Yeah, with Cannibal Holocaust, um, I heard that a lot of the kickback from that movie was the fact that it was essentially teaching people, oh, all people that aren't civilized, that uh, are in tribes, are cannibals, and they will kill you. And so it just created a lot of issues. And so whenever people were expanding um, cities into more urban areas, it was causing a lot of tribes and people to be displaced and... Or treated very brutally because it, there were these false assumptions about them. Um, so it's like there's that side of it, but it's like I, it's it's hard for me to place if this movie would create that type of same reaction. Or I don't think that's where they were trying to go. Or with if it, it was more all. like surface level of like this is mm-hmm. how this particular tribe I is. Think it was yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't think that's where they were going with it at all. Yeah. Because they didn't really make it, like, the protests and everything about cannibalism at all. Yeah, I think maybe the reason why I think we are under that agreement is with the end with the girl saying, oh, yeah, the the tribe helped me. Like, Mm -hmm. she wasn't demonizing them Mm -hmm. outright. And I think she did that mostly just to save the forest itself. She's, like, bigger picture... It's yeah. not about the tribe, it's about the forest, and the forest should stay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To do that, the easiest way to do that is to save the tribe. I guess if you could look at it that if the tribe is capturing people trying to cut down the forest, that they're also trying <laughs> protecting the forest in a way. Yeah. Yeah. And she's also potentially saving loggers' lives. Yeah. Because that one ran back with one of their heads. So so, so I don't think that's where they were going with it at all. Yeah. Um, I would be interested for anyone who is maybe a little bit more familiar with that kind of context. If um, if you have any more information about that. Because honestly, I'm kind of blind to movies that do that kind of thing. Because I haven't seen a lot of them. I don't know a lot about that history. So maybe there's something we're yeah. missing. We're not missing. I wasn't going to touch on the themes and all. I was trying to watch it more just for the surface movie itself. Like, how enjoyable is this experience? How realistic is it? That kind of thing, like normal. Yeah. I wasn't going to yeah. bother with all of that. Yeah, it's like I didn't want to make a deep not, conversation. I, I just was not to... in the mental state for that. <laughs> I just wanted to bring it up for anyone who was thinking... About that. Eh, that's... Y'all have fun with that. (laughs) This is what I'm doing right now. (laughs) Anyway, I'm good with entertainment. I rather enjoyed it, honestly. (laughs) Again, there were a few parts that were rather uncomfortable, 
mostly the the mutilation thing and the dude masturbating right after the girl slit her own throat. That was really weird. That was weird and made no sense. But the best part, though, like, I, I laughed maybe once in that movie, and it was when the guy was being choked, and he just started going harder. Yeah. It's like, what the <laughs> We, I laughed the first time I saw it, too, just because of the shock factor. Like, it didn't make sense. Yeah, it was like, touching intensifies. Like, yeah. the subtitles, like, said that yeah, it was great. <laughs> so it was. Oh man, it was, was uncomfortable weird. and weird and didn't make sense. And it's like if you're trying to relieve stress, there's so many other. It's like I, so many other ways. It's like he could meditate yes. for Pete's sake. That's what I would do. Yep. I want to be in my happy place and not yep. think about like what situation mm-hmm. I'm in. Yeah, keep to your corner. Shut up. Yeah, <laughs> like close your eyes. And happy face. Yeah. <laughs> You're on a beach mm-hmm. with the wind in your hair. Yes. And the salt in the air. I rhymed. Anyway. <laughs> Shall we move on to realism? Yes. So, uh, I think, to this movie's credit, I think the reason why I found this movie made me so nauseous. Sorry, I I don't know if there's a lip hair or what, but it is itching me. But anyways. To this movie's credit, I think the reason why it made me feel so sick that I had to stop it in the middle of it is the fact that the effects are really good. The realism in this movie is pretty dang decent. Like, there's... I'll I'll get more into detail after I say my rating, but there's a few things that knock this down. But just looking at the realistic thing is like... Wow, like this movie was intense. But so for my reading, I would give this a 5.5. The the first thing that I kind of started off, like the characters themselves are pretty realistic. As far as, unfortunately, I forgot the guy's name, the leader guy. Alejandro. Okay. Um, I don't, I can picture there being people like him in this world. You may also call him douchebag. He was. I know, I know, but um, he was the biggest a hole. Yes, we're we're no one's disputing that here. (laughs) Um, but it's like I can. It's like I don't really see a lot of people like him around in real life, but I can picture there being a few. But as far as everyone else goes, I mean, they're they're pretty typical. Like they're distinguishable people, but they're not. Like out of the realm of possibility, like you've so you've probably met all of these people at least some point in your life, like those types of people. But um, narcissists with psychopathic tendencies, probably. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. You're not a narcissist. I was, I was about to say I you might are have far some psychopathic from... tendencies, but I'm not a narcissist. How rude! <laughs> you're like, how dare you call me a narcissist? Rude. No, you're you are far from a narcissist for sure. <laughs> but um, so like the the characters themselves are pretty realistic as far as the effects and stuff like that. Like the plane crash in general was pretty spot on. The only thing that I would dispute is the fact that they spun because normally 
planes are literally made to glide. So even without engines, uh, like any engines working, they can glide for several minutes before they crash. And so it would be like something would have to cause them to go off kilter, like either um, like a, oh, I forgot what a, the, the air burst or the micro burst from a storm that could cause them to spin or some sort of very strong like weather event would cause a plane to spin. But since they were in very still weather, it was nice and sunny. The only way that they could spin like that is if one of the wings hit a tree and is like higher than all the other trees and that would give them time to spin before they actually hit. So that was the one thing that I dispute about the plane crash, but overall, like the injuries that they experienced, the way that the plane broke apart, um, how long it took them to crash, all of that is, I feel like is pretty realistic. Um, I weirdly know a lot about plane crashes because I listened to a podcast called Black, uh, Black Box Down that talks about plane crashes. So I... She's the kind of weird person that if something freaks her out and gives her a lot of anxiety, she I goes and researches the thing. Yeah, plane crashes, tornadoes. Yes. I don't know why, but it helps her. Yep. It's not the case for everyone. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Yeah. Some people would freak them out more. Yes. <laughs> but weirdly, I mean, it, it depends on the thing for me because sometimes it has bit me in the butt before. But in general, in general, my anxiety is worse than the actual thing. But yeah, so plane crash. Um, the the injuries, yeah, were pretty realistic. The Well, there's one thing that I wrote down that I know you're going to mention, but the the thing about the tongue, I am not going to go into detail because I will give you the honor since you mentioned it to me. Um, You didn't even notice it until I pointed it out either. Yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah. (laughs) But like the, the dismembering scene, aside from that one part, to me was pretty realistic. Hello, noise. Hopefully the mic. Yes and no. But, um, but we'll get into that. But the it was at least believable enough that that was a scene that I cut off on. Um, oh, I did want to mention the village's virgin test. Um, so while there are villages that do that, I will admit that is a hundred percent possible or realistic that there's villages that do that. I did want to mention that that test that they did is not 100% reliable. Um, Or accurate. Yeah. Anatomy is a little bit more complicated than that. Like There's many different things that can cause the the test thing to... Well, I I forgot what the the thing's called. (laughs) I should know. Anyway. Well, I'm trying to, like... The... We don't need to go into super detail. Well, I was we just really going to say the word. Anyways. It's not necessarily an accurate test. That's... Yeah, there's multiple ways that that part yeah. that I can't remember the name of can break. It's a hymen, but... Anyway. Oh, hymen. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Continue. Um, the... Oh, my God. So, them adding the, the powerful super pot... <laughs> 
into the girl's body for the village to cook to get them high. That was very risky. Very risky. Like, I understand it was powerful, but it's like, in my mind, it's like, well, then they're going to have the munchies even more, which you learn is definitely the case. Like, they have the munchies so bad that they don't even want to cook the food first. So it did not end well. And it just, it just, it's just dumb. Like, as, as someone who, like, the, the character in the movie, as, like, since they smoked pot, they should know that the, the, the possible side effects and what it could mean for them, since they were the f- source of food, it just was stupid. But, yeah. Um, And then the other thing that knocked off the realism was when Justine was in the river and when she was screaming bloody murder as she was... After jumping into the river? Yeah, yeah. She did Not trying to jump over to the guy. She straight up jumped into the river. Yeah. I would like to make that perfectly clear. Yeah, she just went right into the river and then was screaming her lungs out. In enemy territory. Yeah, it's like... With people that want to eat you. Yeah, it's just... No, no, no. Um, I get panic, but there's a line. Yeah, it was was just too extreme. (laughs) There's a line. Yeah. Like, honestly, I know when you're, like, evaluating risks, you're like, oh, what's the risk? Like, in that moment, she's like, what's the risk of me dying in the water from rapids versus you know, getting eaten by cannibals. And at that time, she was probably more worried about the river. Like, I understand that. But the cannibalism must have been, like, a very close second. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, why? But, yeah. I can understand shouting once, maybe twice. Yeah. But the guy knows where you are. And even if he does, like, there's certain areas of that river that he wouldn't have been able to help anyway. <laughs> So her yelling was just taking away her air anyway, and she could have easily have gotten to the bank herself before that if she just swam at a diagonal instead of swimming straight down the river. Like, there was no line at all. She wasn't trying to swim to the side. She wasn't at a diagonal. She just legit kept going with the river. Yeah. Right into a rock. Yep. But wrapping up my realism, probably one of the biggest things that killed the realism for me is the fact that the characters were inconsistent. Like they would make very smart decisions. I'm like, I a hundred percent like back up this decision, but then they would like make very, very stupid mistakes and there's just no in between. And it just seemed like they were having them make decisions for the sake of plot Versus what made sense and having the plot, like, follow that. Yes. They didn't make sense with their personalities at times. Yeah. Like... Like, this person probably wouldn't have done this thing. (laughs) Yeah. Like, Justine, I I got the the sense that she was naive, but pretty well-educated. And so... And mostly level-headed. Yeah, so I can't picture her screaming her head off in the river. Like, that just seemed, like, way too much for her. Yeah, that was more damsel in distress type. Yeah, so it was kind of, yeah. It just seemed a little off. 
Yeah. So there, there's several scenes where it's like if you're following particular characters, you're like, oh, yeah, that's a smart idea. And then all of a sudden they they just like completely lose their senses. It's just okay. Yep. But yeah, what would you what, didn't even give it the rating. Oh, I didn't? Nope. This whole time I've been waiting for it. Oh, dang it. <laughs> I could have sworn I said nope. it. You said you would get to it, but you never actually stated it. Oh, I'm going to tell you if I said the rating. Maybe it's, uh, um, I rate it a 5.5. There you go. I could swear you I didn't. said it earlier. I've been staring at it this whole time, wondering when you were going to say it. I s- oh. <laughs> Was Jess wrong? Tell us in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> it would make me so happy to see just a line of Alyssa was wrong. <laughs> anyway. I'm very tired, so this is possible. Because I remember, I remember in my head saying it, but maybe I just didn't say it you didn't in words. It. I feel like I'm going crazy. Anyways, you're raging. You, yeah. I give it a three. Oh, dang! You were all over here saying that the effects were pretty realistic. The effects were pretty realistic. A lot of the scenarios and their decisions and their reactions were not, in my opinion. I'm curious. Yes. Proceed. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. We here's business, Jess. <laughs> Welcome, my new co-host. <laughs> so these people are going to the jungle. Not a single one of them decides to research the area. Like they went and go get shots because they mentioned that, but they only get like one or two shots. They don't research the full spectrum they don't research the symptoms any other things that they should look out for and be aware of any kinds of diseases that the shots don't necessarily prevent and other precautions to avoid those sorry i think they got only what was required which which is their fault like they need is, to do more it is research. but even beyond that they bring next to no supplies like, half of the stuff that most of them were wearing is the worst stuff that you could wear to the jungle, apart from maybe a parka. Like, they're going to one of the most dangerous areas on the planet with where everything wants to kill you, basically. Bugs. Snakes. Jaguars. Like, there are caimans, piranha... River otters are also rather vicious, surprisingly. Like, everything wants to kill you and eat you for dinner. (laughs) So, not to mention all the infections and diseases and all that they could potentially contract while they're down there. So, it doesn't make sense that not a single person would look into this and be like, Hey, guys... Maybe you all should be aware of these as well. (laughs) Maybe we should, you know, talk about dress code or have these certain supplies. And then they all leave their supplies, the meager amounts of things that they brought with them. They leave them there. And not a single person protests when they're like, we'll pick them up on the way back. I'm sorry, you're not prying that bag from my hands. Ever. 
Well, plus, like, they were they were complaining about, like, the mosquitoes, but they're yes. literally clothing that's bug repellent. Yes. Like, it prevents and, them from being able to break through. And one dude brought bug spray. Yeah, that's... One single dude brought bug spray. For being, like, so self-righteous and, like, educated, like, they... they <laughs> it did not make sense. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't make sense at all. I also don't understand how blase they can be about, oh, we're going to go to this work site where they have hired a militia with guns, automatic weapons that are there to specifically wipe out a village. Like, they're legit going there for murder. <laughs> like, genocide murder. <laughs> But our cameras on our phones will save us. And it somehow worked. Because they were streaming. Yeah. But that will only work so long. They stopped streaming and put down their phones. I'm sorry, but you can't tell me that immediately after they all put down their phones, they weren't automatically shot. <laughs> and being in a group, they're not going to want to shoot us. We're in a group. They're going there to kill a whole freaking village. A whole ass village. They're not going to worry themselves over a small group of 20-somethings. Well, I guess kind of poking a hole in the whole streaming thing. It seems like a lot of social media, especially nowadays, is very good at as soon as there's a threat of any sort of violence, they yes. will take it down. So even though they're streaming, there's no guarantee that the platform was actually streaming the video. They mm -hmm. could have blocked it. Easily. Yeah. Very easily. So, so it uh, yeah. just didn't make that much sense. That coupled with the fact that it was all basically a plot for a different developing company to come in anyway. And they said they were hiring the same militia. <laughs> They're like, you did so good. We're gonna <laughs> Great. <laughs> It just didn't make that much sense. And again, the phones are not going to really save you. It's just not going to happen. The only thing that I think actually kind of saved them was the fact that she was the daughter of a UN lawyer. Yeah. Once they heard that, they were like, ah, crap. Yeah, I think that was the only thing that saved them. Yes. Especially since they would have had it on film. If it wasn't streaming, it usually saves the video file. So that would have taken a lot of work to hunt down every file to erase it before it was uploaded somewhere. Yeah. Because once it's uploaded on the internet... <laughs> stays there forever. Yep, so it's out there post. forever. So mm, <laughs> I understand them being hesitant in that respect. But not just because we're recording. <laughs> yeah. It just didn't... It didn't add up at all. <laughs> it was also a very obvious setup when they switched the locks. I feel like they could have done a little bit better of a job with that. I'm sure it was probably meant to be obvious, but I still feel like it. She should have noticed, at least. It was very blatantly obvious that I she's mean, like, here, take this lock specifically. Like, she pushed away the other lock from the girl's hand. And gave her that lock. Yeah, I think at the time it was just a high-stress uh, situation. I mean, she did. Maybe. She obviously knew something was wrong with the locks. Because she was like, um, something's wrong here. Yeah, but... But she didn't correlate that it was specifically for her yeah, until, until afterwards. After. Yeah. Because she yeah. didn't know that that guy was going to... Yes. Yeah. 
And then when they're walking back to the boat to get back to the plane, no one mentions once that all of their stuff is gone. All of their bags were missing that they left there when they were changing. All of their bags were gone. And I'm seeing your face right now and I see that you didn't realize. I did not. All of their meager supplies, the crap supplies, but still the meager belongings that they had were completely gone. And not a single one of them was pitching a fit. Yeah. No. Something is wrong with this picture. I for, did they establish who stole the... No. They don't. Nope. Didn't mention it just... ever. Mm-mm. Nope. Hmm. Then what you mentioned with the plane, and as soon as it did crash, the idiot that walks into the propeller. Yes. I'm sorry. But first off, no. Second off, that's just Darwinism at work at that point. Plus, I just, sorry, I just realized they were having engine failure. Mm-hmm. The propeller is literally the, the engine of the plane. If the engine failed, the propeller wouldn't be going. Yeah. Like, that, that doesn't I make any sense. I can understand once in a while, maybe like a short, like an electrical short happening and it running intermittently but mm, it just didn't make that much sense but also you're going to avoid that propeller he mm, no you're not just gonna walk into it it just doesn't make sense at all ever yeah that was really dumb Mm -hmm. yeah then dosing the the meat i'm gonna go back to the dismemberment in a minute because that's a whole other thing um, dosing the meat oh. with weed was not the best idea. They definitely should have known the risks with They that. got the munchies hard. Yeah, but it also didn't make sense that when they were escaping the cage, Alejandro grabs that other dart and darts the other dude when they the other two were clearly reaching down to help the guys up. So all four of them could have easily gotten out of that cage and made a go of it all together. There was no reason for him to assume that they were just going to leave him there on his own. Yeah, like they were obviously frustrated with him, but it seemed like they were frustrated kind of with the the whole situation. Mm -hmm. So it just seemed a little bit extreme. Yeah. Yeah. So... I feel like they did leave him there after he darted the guy because he was an a-hole. Yeah. I mean, would you guys bring the guy with you? He pretty much sealed his face when he did that. Yeah. (laughs) So I just... mm, Nope. I also don't feel like someone would be (laughs) masturbating in that other situation. (laughs) Yeah. Even if you're trying to relieve stress. Nope. That's just not the time or place. There's so many other ways to do that. Yeah. That is literally the worst possible mode of uh, releasing stress and tension (laughs) that he could have picked. Yeah. Like, no. It's like, why couldn't you do something simple like like the meditation? So even if he did choose that method, why right then, in broad daylight, immediately after a chick just slashed her own throat in front of everyone. Yeah. It... No. <laughs> that made no sense. Yeah, I can't picture anyone so... that would ever do that in real life. Ever. Yeah. We'll skip ahead a little bit. We already talked about her jumping into the water and then going with 
the river and then screaming her head off in an area where people want to eat her. Literally. Nom nom. <laughs> they finally make it back, the two of them, to the site of the plane crash. And as they're coming up on the area, there are spikes with dead bodies and torches yes, that I are lit. To... Yeah. And they decide there's no way this is a trap. This is normal. This is exactly how it was left. This is fine. There couldn't be scouts They're not like, nearby. around that area. They're definitely not nearby or anything, checking for other survivors. Who in their right mind? I mean, I can understand maybe doing a cursory glance real quick, one of them, to look for the GPS. And then when they realize it's out of battery, leave. Yeah. Keep going. Keep going. Chance the jungle at that point. You've chanced it this far. The more distance, the you better. You might as well put as much distance between you and that tribe as possible. But no, we're going to attempt to look through every single dead body here for the one phone that we can hear. That surely the other people nearby can't hear either. It was just such an obvious trap. I don't understand why they even took the risk. It didn't make sense. It really didn't make sense. No. She did pull a very smart, realistic move, though, toward the end, when she acts as if she's filming and then smashes the phone so they can't verify whether or not she was filming or streaming. Yeah. That was one of the smartest moves in the movie, to be yeah. honest. Oh, I forgot to mention, the dad just let her go... Yeah. With next to no notice on this trip with very little research. He said, I'm going to send you the number of the, the contact in Peru to talk to and all. But he didn't follow up. He didn't demand an itinerary or anything like that because they said it was a school trip. She said there should have been documentation on that if it was a school trip. And he should have known that. Well, but, like, since she's a college, uh, or since she's in college, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of parents that wouldn't really care. I mean, yes, texting to get an I update feel on like what's they, going on, but... If you're going out of the country, and he's probably the one bankrolling her ticket and everything, I'm pretty sure he would have been a bit more involved. Hmm. Being a lawyer, I'm pretty sure he would have been a bit more involved. It just seemed a little off. Hmm. Whole situation seemed off. Just a bit. But now we will go into... Oh, no. Dismemberment. Oh, no. A little bit. So there were, there were a couple different ones. So the, the one with the munchies was actually, to me, more realistic than Jonah's, the first one. Because with him... It was mostly smaller bites or tears, which would actually take a while for him to die from. And it would be horribly agonizing and would take an uncomfortable amount of time for him to bleed out and die. At that point, you kind of just hope that they nick an artery so you bleed out faster. Yeah. And die faster or pass out from shock before then. Yeah. But your adrenaline is going, so it's unlikely. Can, Unfortunately. Doesn't, is it adrenaline or shock that kind of like dampens your pain? Both, I believe. 
But shock will usually knock you out. So it is possible that even though he was still alive, that maybe it was strong enough that it would dampen his pain before he died, hopefully. Hopefully. Possibly. But it's like, yeah. There's a fine line there. Yeah, because it's not Either like the way, wounds were that deep. Yeah. They were just. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Either way, it's gonna suck. Yeah. No matter what, it's gonna suck. Yeah. Now, the guy with the ants. Oh. I'm surprised he didn't pass out from them breaking the bones. I could understand a few, but after a while, they broke it adds everything up they could. Pretty much. Like he even if they had gotten him down off of there, there's no way he would have been able to move. Yeah, they would have had to carry him he and would he'd have been be screwed. in agonizing pain. Yeah. And it's not safe to move someone with that many fractures of that kind cuz they're probably not hairline fractures. Maybe a couple of them were, but a lot of them were more than likely compound fractures, which you would need to set first Ooh. and then split, some of which would probably require surgery. So, no. <laughs> Honestly, the kid killing him was a mercy. <laughs> yeah. For real. To be perfectly honest, it was a mercy. He was unlikely to survive long enough for any kind of help to get to him. Not impossible, but highly unlikely. Yeah. And the ants, I'm surprised that they didn't kill him. Especially since it looks like they're going up his nose and stuff yes. like that. Like it And those little buggers are relentless. Yeah, like ants will eat bugs alive and stuff like that. So they do. They are some of eat nature's flesh disposal and... systems. Yeah. They will help decompose bodies very, very quickly. So, and there are some areas that use them as torture. So, yeah. I'm surprised that he wasn't dead already from them. They probably would have finished the job, honestly. Yeah. Or there would have still been ants on them when she ran up to help him. Yeah. And no one there. I know, they were CGI. But <laughs> they should have CGI'd some there because that would have been a lot more realistic. Yeah. That being said, the main dismemberment, Jonas. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't pass out sooner as well from shock. But um, when they cut off his tongue... They had him on his back, so a lot of the blood would have also been running down his throat. So even if he was still able to scream, it would have been a lot more gurgly. And he probably would have also been choking on his own blood at that point. Well, and then also, like, he probably would have bled to death. Not necessarily from those. It would have been a lot slower. Cause it, but I now, thought the whole reason why you, they don't let you, or like, you... You shouldn't bite your tongue is because you can potentially bleed out. Possibly, but again, it would have taken longer. Now, when they started chopping off the limbs, which was actually fairly realistic. <laughs> kudos on that. Nice effects. I know you don't appreciate them, but I do. Nice effects. Um, there are a lot of arteries and things with the legs and the arms. Yeah. So I can understand him living for a while after like... An arm was off, maybe a leg as well, but it would have been very, very soon after with the amount of blood from the varying places. They were pretty quick, losing. though, with how they, they were, but the level 
the level of blood loss from those different injuries. And it wasn't just like one hack, the limb is gone. Yeah. They were <laughs> hacking. Yeah. It took a few swings for each of those limbs. So, sorry for those of you that are grossed out by this talk. But <laughs> it, it would have not taken as much time as they portrayed is what I'm saying. It would have been a little bit faster than all four limbs being gone, plus the eyes and the tongue. And again, he was still screaming in the movie through all of this. It was, like, at the last limb that he was finally gone. So you think, like, to make it more realistic, maybe he'd be, like, progressively more gurgly until, like, he died, or... He would have been immediately gurgly with the tongue gone, but it would have tapered off. The screams would have... The gurgly screams would have tapered off, and he probably actually would have choked on his own blood before then, also. Yeah, that's true. Which... Either scenario is awful anyway, but <laughs> yeah, and horrifying to think about, yeah. but it wouldn't have gone quite the way that they had tried to portray is what I'm saying. Wouldn't have really gone that, that direction. Still great effects, still very well done. And it looked very realistic throughout the whole movie. So good job there. Just again, the scenarios and when you dig into the methods of death on some of them didn't quite add up. But that's all I have, so you can relax Thank now. Thank God this review is <laughs> over. <all> I- <laughs> <laughs> to sum up, I appreciated the movie. She is not a fan. <laughs> so it depends on your comfort level with gore and certain topics. Yep. I appreciate that the requester advised Jess, that there is gore, but unfortunately, Jess did not pass that. I feel like I until... did mention that a couple of them were gory, but I also know that you read every description ever of movies before we watch them. So, excuse me. I will never me. make that mistake again. <laughs> excuse me for thinking that you would follow your mo on this movie as well. Uh. Not my fault. You broke pattern. This movie, like, <laughs> legit traumatized me. Like, for hours, I was just like, She oh was sending me text after text. <laughs> yep. Thanks for the trauma. I was dying. <laughs> I was dying of laughter. I feel like, honestly, I've seen worse gore-wise. At least this gore, again, mostly made sense. I think it was a setup. Because, like, it, it's just such a horrific situation. Like, so, like the, the other movies that make me more squeamish is, like, the, the medieval set movies where there's, like, torture and stuff like that. Because, I don't know, for some reason, like, the Saw movies, they don't really bother me. But it's because the, the gore is so ridiculous. And you it is watch... It is realistic. You, you watch Saw with the expectation that there's going to be gore and so it's I th- a saw movie there is gore <laughs> yeah so i i think it was the fact that it kind of because uh, what had the the way that went down in my head is i watched the plane crash and then air in my cup ew gross 
is whenever there was a plane crash, I was like, holy cow, like these are like final destination kills here. Like they're realistic, but man, they're like graphic. And then to then move on and be like, dismemberment, like they just, they, they it went from no gore to <laughs> like they don't work you up at all. It just immediately gore. Well, like saw there's like a setup where it's like, okay, we're getting close. I just thought of something else. Huh? After the crash, when someone gets hit by an arrow, like they see movement. I'm sorry. If I see movement in the jungle, I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm leaving the area. I'm not necessarily running because depending on what's coming after you, that's a bad idea <laughs> and could trigger like a hunt response. Yeah. But I'm leaving. All of them were like, what's going on? <laughs> And, like, staying around, looking around. Oh, no. No. I know you can only do so much with darts, but... The dart scenes did kind of make me laugh. The way, like, bit. how I they fell. Like the darts were really thick, too. I mean, I would assume that the actual part that went in was thinner. But the they did seem, like, they a little bit They didn't look thick. thinner when they showed that one in the, the pole, the bamboo? Hmm. I don't or remember. Or the wood pole, whatever. They looked thicker than I expected. <laughs> Just saying. Because they're probably coated with something. It's not like a tranquilizer dart yeah, with a plunger. Yeah, probably like the poison dart frog yeah. type of situation. Yeah. So, it's that, that was surprising. I don't know how accurate that is or not, though. That was just something I noted that was a little... Yeah. Huh. <laughs> yeah. But... Anyway. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us today. <laughs> And please comment on what you guys thought of the movie. <laughs> it is an intense movie. So, again, there's going to be differing opinions, obviously. <laughs> not for everyone. Definitely not for everyone. Maybe a very few, a select few. If you have a strong stomach. In our psychotic. It's worth a, <laughs> it's worth a watch, <laughs> at least. Just be aware of certain things that might make you uncomfortable, because it'll probably have them. Yeah. So. Yep. So. <laughs> we yep. do have all of the links that we mentioned before down below, along with our socials. Please like, follow, and subscribe. It really does help our podcast. Please share our content. And you can, uh, and then if you'd like to recommend a movie or keep up to date with our content, you can find us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, mm -hmm. Facebook, and most places you listen to podcasts. Yes. We do also have a Teespring available if you'd like to support us monetarily. And a or PayPal. we have a donation button. We have a donation button now. We do. We're so if fancy. Like, <laughs> if you'd like to help support our podcast. No we do pressure. appreciate it. All of those donations go towards things that we use specifically for the podcast. <laughs> well, and for, I mean, I don't want to be dishonest. Like, a piece of it always will go toward, back towards the podcast, and then the remaining pieces will go between me and Jess, because we eventually want to get to a point yes, where we have this more of a full-time job. Eventually it'll go to us, but honestly, it'll probably just go right back to the podcast. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, we're trying to get a new camera, and that is, yep. that is passy. <laughs> yeah, passy. So we do appreciate any and all assistance there. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And, of course, 
please make sure to visit Plum Deluxe. They have amazing things on their website. That link will be down below as well. They are an affiliate with us, so. Yes. Yes. Until the next time, though, guys, stay safe and stay spoopy. Bye! Bye.